Numbers 22-21-23-30 So in the morning Balaam got up, saddled his donkey, and went with the princes of Moab. Then God's anger was kindled because Balaam was going along, and the angel of the Lord stood in the road to oppose him. Balaam was riding his donkey, and his two servants were with him. When the donkey saw the angel of the Lord standing in the road with a drawn sword in his hand, she turned off the path and went into a field. So Balaam beat her to return her to the path. Then the angel of the Lord stood in a narrow passage between two vineyards, with walls on either side. And the donkey saw the angel of the Lord and pressed herself against the wall, crushing Balaam's foot against it. So he beat her once again. And the angel of the Lord moved on ahead and stood in a narrow place where there was no room to turn to the right or left. When the donkey saw the angel of the Lord, she lay down under Balaam, and he became furious and beat her with his staff. Then the Lord opened the donkey's mouth, and she said to Balaam, What have I done to you that you have beaten me these three times? Balaam answered the donkey, You have made a fool of me. If I had a sword in my hand, I would kill you right now. But the donkey said to Balaam, Am I not the donkey you have ridden all your life until today? Have I ever treated you this way before? No, he replied. Then the Lord opened Balaam's eyes, and he saw the angel of the Lord standing in the road with a drawn sword in his hand. And Balaam bowed low and fell face down. The angel of the Lord asked him, Why have you beaten your donkey these three times? Behold, I have come out to oppose you, because your way is perverse before me. The donkey saw me and turned away from me these three times. If she had not turned away, then by now I would surely have killed you and let her live. I have sinned, Balaam said to the angel of the Lord, for I did not realize that you were standing in the road to confront me. And now, if this is displeasing in your sight, I will go back home. But the angel of the Lord said to Balaam, Go with the men, but you are to speak only what I tell you. So Balaam went with the princes of Balak. When Balak heard that Balaam was coming, he went out to meet him at the Moabite city on the Arnon border, at the edge of his territory. And he said to Balaam, Did I not send you an urgent summons? Why did you not come to me? Am I really not able to richly reward you? See, I have come to you, Balaam replied, but can I say just anything? I must speak only the word that God puts in my mouth. So Balaam accompanied Balak, and they came to Kiriath-Huzoth. Balak sacrificed cattle and sheep, and he gave portions to Balaam and the princes who were with him. The next morning, Balak took Balaam and brought him up to Bamoth Baal. From there he could see the outskirts of the camp of the people. Then Balaam said to Balak, Build for me seven altars here, and prepare for me seven bulls and seven rams. So Balak did as Balaam had instructed, and Balak and Balaam offered a bull and a ram on each altar. Stay here by your burnt offering while I am gone, Balaam said to Balak. Perhaps the Lord will meet with me. And whatever he reveals to me, I will tell you. So Balaam went off to a barren height and God met with him. I have set up seven altars, Balaam said, and on each altar I have offered a bull and a ram. Then the Lord put a message in Balaam's mouth, saying, Return to Balak and give him this message. So he returned to Balak, who was standing there beside his burnt offering, with all the princes of Moab. And Balaam lifted up an oracle, saying, Balak brought me from Aram, the king of Moab from the mountains of the east. Come, he said, put a curse on Jacob for me, come and denounce Israel. How can I curse what God has not cursed? How can I denounce what the Lord has not denounced? For I see them from atop the rocky cliffs, and I watch them from the hills. Behold, a people dwelling apart, not reckoning themselves among the nations. Who can count the dust of Jacob or number even a fourth of Israel? Let me die the death of the righteous, let my end be like theirs. Then Balak said to Balaam, What have you done to me? I brought you here to curse my enemies, and behold, you have only blessed them. But Balaam replied, Should I not speak exactly what the Lord puts in my mouth? Then Balak said to him, 
Please come with me to another place where you can see them. You will only see the outskirts of their camp not all of them. And from there, curse them for me. So Balak took him to the field of Zophim, to the top of Pisgah, where he built seven altars and offered a bull and a ram on each altar. Balaam said to Balak, Stay here beside your burnt offering while I meet the Lord over there. And the Lord met with Balaam and put a message in his mouth, saying, Return to Balak and speak what I tell you. So he returned to Balak, who was standing there by his burnt offering with the princes of Moab. What did the Lord say? Balak asked. Then Balaam lifted up an oracle, saying, Arise, O Balak, and listen, give ear to me, O son of Zippor. God is not a man, that he should lie, or a son of man, that he should change his mind. Does he speak and not act? Does he promise and not fulfill? I have indeed received a command to bless, he has blessed, and I cannot change it. He considers no disaster for Jacob, he sees no trouble for Israel. The Lord their God is with them, and the shout of the king is among them. God brought them out of Egypt with strength like a wild ox. For there is no spell against Jacob and no divination against Israel. It will now be said of Jacob and Israel, what great things God has done. Behold, the people rise like a lioness, they rouse themselves like a lion, not resting until they devour their prey and drink the blood of the slain. Now Balak said to Balaam, then neither curse them at all nor bless them at all. But Balaam replied, did I not tell you that whatever the Lord says, I must do? Please come, said Balak, I will take you to another place. Perhaps it will please God that you curse them for me from there. And Balak took Balaam to the top of Peor, which overlooks the wasteland. Then Balaam said, Build for me seven altars here, and prepare for me seven bulls and seven rams. So Balak did as Balaam had instructed, and he offered a bull and a ram on each altar. Luke 1 57-80 Now the time was fulfilled to Elizabeth for her to give birth, and she bore a son. And her neighbors and relatives heard that the Lord was magnifying His mercy with her, and they were rejoicing with her. And it came to pass on the eighth day, they came to circumcise the child, and were calling it after the name of his father, Zechariah. And his mother answering said, No, but he will be called John. And they said to her, There is no one among your relatives who is called by this name. And they were making signs to his father, what he might wish him to be called. And having asked for a writing tablet, he wrote, saying, John is his name. And they all marveled. And his mouth was opened immediately, and his tongue, and he was speaking, blessing God. And fear came upon all those dwelling around them. And in all the hill country of Judea all these words were being talked about. And all those having heard laid them up in their heart, saying, What then will this child be? And indeed, the hand of the Lord was with him. And his father Zechariah was filled with the Holy Spirit and prophesied, saying, Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, because he has visited and has performed redemption on his people, and has raised up a horn of salvation for us, in the house of his servant David, as he spoke by the mouth of his holy prophets of old, salvation from our enemies, and from the hand of all those hating us, to fulfill mercy toward our fathers, and to remember his holy covenant, the oath that he swore to Abraham our father, to grant us, having been saved from the hand of our enemies, to serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him, all the days of our life. And you, child, will be called prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation to his people, in forgiveness of their sins, through the affections of compassion of our God, in which the sunrise will visit us from on high, to shine upon those sitting in darkness and in the shadow of death, to direct our feet into the way of peace. And the child continued to grow and was strengthened in spirit, and he was in the deserted places until the day of his appearance to Israel. Psalm 58 1-11 For the Choirmaster. To the tune of Do Not Destroy. A Mictalm of David. Do you indeed speak justly, O rulers? Do you judge uprightly, O sons of men? 
No, in your hearts you devise injustice, with your hands you meet out violence on the earth. The wicked are estranged from the womb, the liars go astray from birth. Their venom is like the venom of a snake, like a cobra that shuts its ears, refusing to hear the tune of the charmer who skillfully weaves his spell. O God, shatter their teeth in their mouths, O Lord, tear out the fangs of the lions. May they vanish like water that runs off, when they draw the bow, may their arrows be blunted. Like a slug that dissolves in its slime, like a woman's stillborn child, may they never see the sun. Before your pots can feel the burning thorns whether green or dry he will sweep them away. The righteous will rejoice when they see they are avenged, they will wash their feet in the blood of the wicked. Then men will say, there is surely a reward for the righteous. There is surely a God who judges the earth. Proverbs 11:12-13. Whoever shows contempt for his neighbor lacks judgment, but a man of understanding remains silent. A gossip reveals a secret, but a trustworthy person keeps a confidence.